One Percenters, welcome back to another episode of the One Percent Podcast, where we provide you information from top minds, athletes, entrepreneurs, people doing big things in the world to help you grow 1% daily, pouring into yourself 1% so that you can pour into others. That's what being a One Percenter is all about. So this week on the podcast, we have Action Jacqueline. Action Jacqueline has an unbelievable story of so many life pivots, but looking at things from a perspective of, I can accomplish whatever I put my mind to, and she absolutely has. She has nearly a million followers on Instagram. She was a former professional ballerina, a Lakers girl, a Clippers girl, a USC song girl. She's been a certified personal trainer. And Kundalini yoga, Pilates, bar, mat, you name it. And and now she is one of the most prominent people literally in the world at being able to teach movement and how movement can be simple. Her mission is to show people how movement can be simple and fun, how it can lead to a happier life, a more positive outlook, success in your work and your relationships, and a deeper sense of self-love. Action Jacqueline is an absolute just light. I've been around her at, at, at events, and she just lights up the room. Even had my wife was doing a workout during this quarantine time and had the YouTube on, and, and there she was doing the workout. So she's literally been someone who continues to reinvent herself, continues to pivot, and has an absolute unbelievable mindset. You're going to love this episode with Action Jacqueline. So one percenters, get stretchy, touch your toes, buckle up, because here we go. Super excited to share with you guys that my first book, Pivot and Go, is on pre-sale now. AmazonDavidNurse.com. Pivot and Go. It's about making mindset pivots. Small, slight changes in your perspective. Little shifts that can change your entire perspective on life. It's based on 29 days. 28 to make a habit. 29 to make a lifestyle. There are 29 chapters, 29 mindset pivots that will absolutely have you coming out of there with extreme joy for the life you live, passion for the mission you're on, and confidence in who you are. So it would be awesome. If you could support the book, check it out. Let me know what you think. I'm going to be sending out a free autographed copy in the next month as well. It's on Amazon pre-sale. It's on davidnurse.com. Pivot. Jacqueline, known as Action Jacqueline, welcome to the 1% Podcast. Start us off with a bang, something maybe nobody really knows about you, something that just jumps off the board. (laughs) Wow, just getting right in there. (laughs) Oh yeah, we come from the start. Yeah, we don't mess around. We throw haymakers. Something no one knows about me. Um, Gosh, any secret talents? Hidden, an answer for this. hidden talents that you go to? You great cook? Um, I played violin all growing up. Okay, that's pretty was, big. Yeah, so not many people know that about me. Um, I'm half Mexican. I didn't know that either. There's two right there. People don't know that about me. Um, I'm a super taster, which means I I have this weird looking interesting tongue that like basically <laughs> in the top layer um it's called a roadmap tongue if you see it you 
probably think, oh my gosh, that is so scary looking. <laughs> um, but it just looks like it has a bunch of cracks in it along the tongue. Um, so I'm really sensitive to certain foods, but it also makes me like really, um, like I have a really strong palate. Like I can always pick out different notes in wine. And like, I've always thought maybe I should be a sommelier and just quit the whole fitness thing. <laughs> yeah. That's actually an unbelievable talent. I wish I had that. Like sometimes <laughs> I can't taste anything. I feel like maybe I've just burnt my, my tongue too much with all the coffee that I drink, but yeah, you <laughs> should, you should go into maybe do a, a fitness travel food type of show. Yeah, I should do that. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're, we're pivoting yeah. pivoting during quarantine, and that's my pivot for you. And when you can't travel. <laughs> other than you can't travel, but you could put up the, the Zoom backgrounds where it looks like you're in a different spot or a green screen. <laughs> no one will really know. That's true. That's true, yeah. Just time travel to different yeah. places. Hey, speaking, <laughs> about, speaking about pivoting, I feel like you've done literally about everything. I didn't know about being a violinist, but – You've gone from professional ballet dancer, you've been a Lakers, Clippers cheerleader, and now you're a very successful entrepreneur. What, like, how have you dealt with pivoting in your life? There's, we all have to go through it, and especially now at this time of life when we really have to, to look at things from a different perspective and pivot into what's going to be the new normal. How have you just been so successful at it throughout your career? Yeah, that's actually a great question. Um, and I think the idea of pivoting has to be, you have to be okay with just letting go of an idea or you have to be willing to, and you have to be willing to reinvent yourself and not be scared of someone saying like, oh, did it not work out? Or like, did you fail? Or like feeling like you're a failure in the pivoting. Um Cause I think a lot of times it's what we make it mean, right? We make it mean if like we aren't, this thing isn't working out for us that we're a failure and that we're always going to fail. But you know, entrepreneurs, successful entrepreneurs know that like they don't put a ton of meaning into things that don't work out. They don't make it mean that they're not good enough. They don't make it mean that they aren't um, meant to do this. They just take it as feedback, very neutral and they just move to something differently. And so that's, exactly what I do. It's like, this isn't working. Um, I've tried everything, right. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that. Like, I'm not a quitter. I'm going to try to like make it work. And then if it's not for me anymore, or it just kind of, it just, it just expires. Like it yeah. comes to like an end and it's like, okay, it's time for something new and I'm ready to reinvent myself. And every time I actually go to reinvent myself or launch something new or bring something out, I mean, I, I do get nervous cause I'm like, you know, all those fears that we all have of not feeling like we're enough or feeling like the imposter syndrome, like I shouldn't be doing this starts to pop up. And, um, yeah. So I think that's that you have to really stay neutral and get your emotions out of it. It's an amazing answer. You should be a motivational speaker too. Cause you hit on a lot of great points. Failure is feedback and looking at it from that type of mindset is a game changer. And, and just looking at the excitement, like you do like, Hey, I get to reinvent reinvent myself that's a mindset pivot in itself not looking at it like okay this time my life is over woe is me but I get the opportunity to reinvent myself and yeah there's going to be nerves there's going to be fears like you expressed but it's it's a mindset which I'm sure you have and I know you do from knowing you is just bring it on let's do it so that's awesome that's awesome to hear has there been any struggles 
along the way? I know there's fears and nerves when you jump into it, but with was there any like obstacles you had to overcome? It seems like you've just so seamlessly and smoothly from the outside looking in, just continue to do whatever you put your mind to doing. <laughs> yeah, I I think it's like that's what we always see, right? We always see the best of people, especially on social media. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're selective with what we see. And I think like, um, yeah, I mean, the struggles that I've had is my own struggles of holding myself back, not feeling like I know enough. Like I always feel like I need to learn more. And I mean, it's a blessing and a curse because it's a blessing because I'm dedicated to learning. Like I spend at least an hour a day learning or reading or something new. Um, and so I'm like, I just, I love learning new things, but then it's a curse because then it's like, I feel like I'm never enough unless I keep learning. And it's just like this circle. So it's great because you can depend on me to knowing like the most up-to-date information, but then like inside it's like, you know, that feeling of I'm never enough. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's a constant struggle that I have and, you know, just to be totally open and honest. Um, but I'm aware, right. And so it's like, that's always the first step to making any sort of change. It's like, when I start to get into that thought pattern, then I'm like, okay, this is, I know this is just a fear. This is not real. This is a belief that I have. Um, this is not something that I need to like indulge in, right? Like we don't need to indulge in our fears or our struggles, Um, and I see a lot of people getting stuck when they start to indulge in that. And that's what really holds people back. Um, instead of just like looking at it for what it is and just being like, okay, this is a story. This is an assumption. Um, I'm, I'm good enough. I'm on my path and like going back to the, the trust that you have in yourself. So you hit the nail on the head there and you lead into our next point that we're going to talk about is confidence. And you said it, you said self-awareness. That is true confidence because we all feel like we're not enough or the imposter syndrome is so real. And I call it the foggy mirror. Like every morning we wake up and that mirror is foggy. We have the self-doubt. But what do we do to wipe that, that fog away and make it a clear mirror? And you hit the nail on the head with self-awareness and, and confidence. And and you've done so much for, for women and for everybody in, in developing their, their confidence, their confidence in themselves, their confidence in their bodies. Is there anything that you really focus on to develop this confidence? I know you talked about self-awareness, but is there any tools that you, that you use to do so? Um, yeah, I really – I love empowering women and uh, I really believe in – waking people up to the fact that they have choices. I think a lot of times women feel or people feel just victimized by their circumstances. And when I wake them up to their choice, to their choice of like getting up and doing exactly what they want to do or getting up and, you know, feeding into the fears and the judgments of other people, like waking them up to their choice. And when you realize that you have choice, I mean, there's a lot of responsibility because then you realize, wow, it's all up to me. And so when you realize it's all up to me, that's a heavy weight and a heavy burden to some people, or it can excite you and be like, wow, I do have a choice. I can do this. Like I can take control of my life. So I really empower women to remember that they have a choice in their life, that they are able to um, choose differently for themselves that day. You know, if they're like, they're just, Oh, I'm so sick of feeling overweight or I'm still, I'm so sick of feeling out of shape. Um, I really empower them to make a different choice that day. 
And there's no shame in wanting to get more fit or to like lose the baby weight or things like that. Um, I think a lot of women have like shame around it. Like, oh, I should just love my body. I don't even want to admit that I want to lose weight. But um, just because you want to lose weight doesn't mean that you are don't love yourself. You can do both at the same time. And so I really encourage women to like follow it is what they want and to wake up to their wake up to the idea that they have a choice and to really know that they can choose their path. They can choose their future because the best way to create your future is to create it and or to predict your future. The best way to predict your yeah. future is to create it. I think Einstein said that. Nice. <laughs> Already dropping the, the, the motivational quotes. That, that's coming later, but that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So I love, I just, I love uh, confidence. Isn't going to come from the outside. Ever. And I think realizing that early on is so key to know that like, even if you get there to your ideal body weight and you stay there, it's crazy. Like six months down the line, you're actually going to go back to your baseline of emotions. So if you don't know how to control your emotions, get into your mind, understand who you are, what you want, what makes you happy, um, then all of the outside things aren't going to make you feel confident or anything. So I also really encourage women to just to feel empowered in their life in that way as well. Jacqueline, that is so good. That is unbelievable. It's, it's feeling that you know you have choices and being able to be empowered in making those choices. And, and it's, it's going to be tough, like you, like you said, too. I mean, there might be a day that you feel like you shouldn't be doing something or you feel bad about wanting to get into good shape. Like it, it is kind of a weird thing how society will look down on people that are trying to improve their bodies and trying to get in shape. Like it's something bad that they're doing, but it's, it's all about empowerment. Sure. It's not going to bring you overall joy and happiness every single day by just being in shape, but it's, it's something that empowers you. And I, I love that you touch on that. And like every time I've been around you, you have such unbelievable positivity and just abs- like you're a light that when you walk into a room, you light up that room. And selfishly, do you have any like daily tricks, morning routines, just non-negotiables that, that you do to put yourself in this positive frame of mind of who you are? <laughs> well, I appreciate all of the kind words and um... – I, again, I think it's a choice. It's a choice to either to choose to be positive, to choose to look at the glass half full. It's, I mean, it sounds so cheesy, but it's so true. It really is a choice. Um, and I think, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll allow myself to just kind of feel whatever I'm feeling and I just, but I don't stay there. That's the difference. It's like, how long are you going to stay there? You feel grumpy. You've feel pissed off. You get frustrated. Someone, someone does something that triggers you. Okay. We all are human. We're going to have these emotions, but then how long are you going to stay there? How long are you going to let it affect your day, your relationship, your work, the next day, your workouts, your eating choices, your habits, your every single bit of part of your life? Like how long are you going to let it affect you? And that's the difference of like, all right, like, get yourself off of that, like, feel sorry for me train and do something. It's up to you. And like, stop giving your power away to other people. And so that's one big thing for me. It's like, sometimes, yeah, I have all these feelings. And of course, like during that time of the month and everything like that, like I'm a normal woman in that respect. And I'll just like acknowledge it and then just be like, okay, 
I'm having these feelings, but like, what am I committed to creating in my life? What is it that I actually want to have in my life? I want to have happiness. I want to have positivity. And so I'm going to, I'm going to choose to put myself in a good mood. I'm going as tough as it might feel to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to put on a song. I'm going to have a conversation. I'm going to write out all my frustrations and kind of let it go. Um, like, you know, you just have to have those little things in your toolbox to just be there for when those emotions come up and promise that you're not going to just stay there and let it affect your life every single day. Cause days turns into weeks, turns into months, turns into years. And then you meet people who are like so grumpy and you're like, why are you so grumpy? You know, they're like pissed off and they're rude. And it's just like, you can tell that that was maybe an event that happened in their life that they just never let go. And it's still in their bodies. It's affecting them. They're feeling pain. They feel all of these different, like, you know, maybe even health effects. A lot of people start to feel like digestive issues and all autoimmune things. And so it starts to like manifest in the body in all these sorts of crazy ways. So um, it really starts with you just, again, like choosing what it is that you want to, what kind of life you want for yourself. And so I just am always conscious and aware of like, what, what are, what am I saying right now to myself? Um, and the mornings are super, you know, super, super important because our thoughts and everything are suspended for like a whole eight hours and it's a chance for you to start with a clean slate. And so I always read something inspirational, even if it's only like five minutes or 10 minutes. Um, I love having my coffee and then I work out and that's like, I keep it really simple. Like I see these morning routines that are just like so crazy. And I think it's like, just, you know, I think read mind and body, right? Like mind, like do something for your mind, either stimulates it or inspires it and move your body and just keep it really simple. That's so good. It sounds a lot like my morning routine as well. And you talked, you just touched on it there at the end, move your body. And that's, that's one thing you're an absolute specialist at and you make it you make it simple, you make it fun and movement in itself is a huge key to unlocking everything else, unlocking that positive outlook, unlocking our success, our relationships, our deep sense of self-love that we have. And you found you found a way to make that I mean literally the thing that you do and the thing that you teach, but you teach the movement with so much more around it. Can you talk to us on like why why is movement so important? Why is it so simple and why is it so fun to do? <laughs> why is it so fun to do? I love that. Well, I yeah, love I mean, moving. the body like will reward you for things that's good, you know, like it, it rewards you with like good feeling hormones, endorphins. So you know, you feel really good after. Um, but like for me, I, I struggled with anxiety actually a lot. Um, and I actually, I guess I could have mentioned this earlier when you asked me, you know, what do you struggle with? And actually like anxiety was a big struggle of mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know it's weird. It's like, I forget. Cause it's like, it's like, so in my past, which is great, but yeah, anxiety was a big, 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 big struggle for me. And, um, that like I realized like to the point where like I couldn't even hold conversations because I was like so in my head and I was so worried and I had so much fear and um, it was so debilitating and when I moved my body I realized how present I was to the moment and when you're present in the moment anxiety cannot exist they just cannot exist at the same time so movement for people is a really quick easy access to feeling present to feeling alive to feeling um, just connected to your energy. There's something about 
when your, your mind kind of shuts off when you're working out and you can go into, it's a very, into a meditative state, you know, it's like movement, um, mindful movement or a, a meditative, what's the word? A moving meditation. That's what <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Movie meditation, and so it allows you to really just drop into the present moment. And when you're present, you don't have anxiety. You don't think about usually the future, the past. Like when I was a Laker girl, I was a dancer. I used to just love dancing so much because it was like nothing else existed. I'd go into practice, and I would be so fully present, and I loved it. And then, you know, I like literally would forget about everything outside of that. And it's blissful. So I know people feel that, you know, with yoga, it's like the yoga bliss. And it just, it connects you in it into the earth, to your spirit, to other people, to whatever it is you believe, like God or source, the universe. It just, it, I think it's a quick, easy access to this higher state of bliss. And it just, it feels amazing. So yeah, I would encourage everybody, especially right now being home to, move your body, even if you don't feel like it, people are like, Oh, I was just too tired. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of one of those moments where it's like, are you going to indulge in that? Or do you like, you know, better, you know, that when you move your body, you are going to just feel so much better. And yeah. I always remember that. Yeah, you're right. And it, I mean, when you feel tired and you start moving your body, that gives you more energy. That's why I'm like you, I like to do my workout in the morning. Cause that just revs me up for the whole day. And I like how you, you, you make it fun. Like you just sound like, you're just you're excited to go move right now. Like what you do in your movement in your workouts is really fun for you, and that's a big thing for people that think workouts can't be fun. Like the the best workout you can do, and I'm sure you'd agree with this, is the one that you do, and you got to figure out what's the best one for you. And you you do a really good job of making it fun. And how I know that is because like we were talking about before we got on air, it, my wife was doing some workouts in the quarantine time on TV, and and up pops you and you're doing a workout and I'm like literally finding myself just like beating my head to it and, and, and going through the motions with her and getting really into it. So it's, it's all about <laughs> finding what works for you and I mean, making it enjoyable. And you've, you, you've absolutely done that. Um, yeah, no, I love that. Yeah. The, the best workout for you is the one you're doing. And that's so true. Like you got to find what works for you. And that's like exactly what I create for, my ladies in my stretchy fit app where they it's a body weight training at home workouts and yoga where they can, it feels like they're a part of the community because they are, and then we're working out together and it feels like a group fitness class. Like it feels like we're actually working out together. Um, so you never have to work out alone. You know exactly what to do. You have a schedule and that's like, that's part of the, one of the hardest things is just like, what am I going to do today? So I really help women just, figure that out and um, stay motivated in that way. Yeah. And talk more about uh, the Get Stretchy. The, you're the creator of Get Stretchy, co-founder of Get Stretchy at work. I got, what's what's coming next for you? I feel like you're always, you got something something brewing up, something really cool that, that brings people together, that helps them get more mentally and physically fit. Is is continuing to go into more in-depth and Get Stretchy? Or what? what is your big, crazy out of this world dream goal that you have coming. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So, um, I, yeah, so I did create get stretch. It was my first program, which is a yoga stretching therapeutic, uh, program, which is amazing. If you're feeling pain and you just want to 
really like just dive into yoga and, and have that daily support for your body. Um, then I created stretchy fit, which is my fitness and yoga app, which is can replace your gym. Uh, you can just pop in and do the workout every single day. It's really amazing body weight training, like bar Pilates, yoga hit, uh, and meditations and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, and then now my my project right now, which I just launched in June, and now I'm actually going to be launching another group coaching session, is a my weight loss and uh, deep bloating program. It's a five week group coaching program that lets you holistically reset your body to a healthy weight and de bloat. So the last round in June, it was amazing. The results that they got, they feel lighter. They were able to understand their body, solve their digestion issues, lose weight and feel fit. And just, it was amazing. Like solve their, or, um, help alleviate some emotional eating habits, curb their cravings, things like that. So that's like my baby right now. Um, and I'm in the middle of launching the next session. And so it's just been, it's so, so rewarding to take people through that because it's more high touch where we're meeting once a week and they have their meal plan. So that's been such an amazing experience to help these ladies do that. You know how powerful it is to have a coach going through the exact plan with you and giving you the blueprint and week by week like that is that is huge that you're doing it that high touch and that interactive that's i can tell why people are making dramatic changes so this is would this before men and women too like i could get on this yeah you could i definitely had some men and actually it was funny because a lot of the women their husbands hopped on board during the program and their one of them was like kind of scared to tell me because you know like she paid for herself and she's like well my husband's been kind of doing it and like loves it and i'm like that's awesome like i'm so happy because uh, if you know especially if couples are doing it together then they're way more accountable you know and and they can help each other and support each other so um, yeah, I mean, men love it. I have, we have like a team of health coaches too inside of the program and, um, there's a male health coach. And so he, he's, I mean, he has so much knowledge. So yeah, I mean, I, I still welcome the men in there too. <laughs> yeah, they absolutely should do it. I love the couple's idea. That's really, really cool. And another thing you should do is you should write a book. You should write a mindset fitness book. Like you have unbelievable mindset points mixed with your knowledge and movement, that would be, I think it'd be a powerful book. Yeah, I actually do have an idea for a book. I have a name that is seriously killer. And I like, but it's like, wow, okay, the book, I mean, you could probably help me with this. I'm like, oh my gosh, where do I even begin? (laughs) Yeah. But hey, I think you know the answer to that already. Just like you do everything in your life. It's just step by step. Take out an hour a day. That's what I did. I wrote for an hour a day. If I got two words in or two pages, it didn't matter. I just knew I was going to get that time. And then over time, compounds and compounds. Yeah, you'll do it. (laughs) I can't wait. If you need any help in that area, let me know. You're awesome. Yeah, that's your your inspiration. I love hearing that. (laughs) Thank you. All right, hey, I'm going to throw you on the rapid fire hot seat. So these are just quick answers. Whatever comes to your mind first, here we go. What are your favorite mindset quotes that you live by? Maybe it's just one. Maybe it's a couple. Your morning affirmations, something on your fridge, that Einstein quote that you already dropped. What you got? Yeah, I love the Einstein quote. The the way to the best way to predict your future is to create it. That's awesome. 
Love it. I'm going to put that on my fridge. What does leaving a legacy mean to you? Not necessarily like the billboard type of thing, legacy, but what does leaving a legacy mean to you? Wow. Uh, I really think it's helping people, like touching their lives. I really do believe that I was put on this earth to help people, um, either emotionally, physically, to feel their healthiest selves, to remember what their healthiest selves is. Um, yeah, I think that's my legacy. That's awesome. That's so good. Pouring into others. Couldn't agree more. And this is one of my favorite questions here. It's uh, it's kind of a fun one, but it's also a, a really deep one too. If, if you could learn from three people in history, who would they be and why? Not necessarily hanging out with them, but if you could learn from three people or two people and you can choose me, whichever option you go with. <laughs> but did you say you can choose me? Yeah, you can choose me. Like if you're stuck on two people and you want to learn from me, you can you can absolutely choose me. I'll, I'll count two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, um, okay. Uh, I would say, I know this sounds crazy, but Madonna. I mean, I cool. just love, like you said, like how we started the conversation of reinventing yourself. I'm yeah. just thinking of reinventing herself. Um. I mean, I would love to just have a conversation with her. I think she's so interesting. And I just have a lot of fond memories in the 80s singing to all her songs and everything. Um, And then who else? I mean, one of my other biggest inspirations is Eckhart Tolle. I mean, he's in, he's, he's, his book, The Power of Now is like, is what started my whole spiritual journey and completely changed my life. And he just, I just love the little things that he says, like he was talking about the coronavirus and he was saying, he's like, you know, there is something much more lethal than the coronavirus. I don't know why you're all so scared. And that virus is called time. It's going to kill all of us. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought it was so funny, but his little quotes are so funny. Um, So him and then um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Gosh, I don't know. I think I would want to just talk to somebody from like the, the, the 1920s, like just like somebody, not like any specific person, but it's like, I would just want to talk to like, so what is life like right now? You know, just yeah. to really, and there's been books and everything, but to actually have like a live conversation would be pretty cool too. Just cause I'm interested in like, what was life like before the internet and technology and everything like that? Like, it's kind of a random answer, but no, Jack, yeah. those are, that's a really good answer. See, that shows how deep you are. That's Madonna, <laughs> Eckhart Tolle, and a 1920s person. I, trust me, I've never had those answers before. I love it. <laughs> so, how can we? How can we all follow you? How can we all know everything you're doing? Uh, social media, all that good stuff. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram. That's kind of like the hub of where I put all of my notifications of what I'm doing. Action Jacqueline, you can come work out with me on YouTube. I release a new workout every week on YouTube, Action Jacqueline as well. You can download my app called Stretchy Fit app, which is available in the, in the you know iTunes or Android. Uh, and then if you're interested in my weight loss and deep loading program, then I would say, yeah, hit me up on Instagram, Just DM me. I'm always on my DMs. <laughs> nice. That is, that is turning to be like one of the biggest communication places that I've found as well. Same for me. I get a lot of DMs and it's, it's almost like texting now. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like a safe way to text. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <A lot. laughs> exactly. That's true. 
Well, we will be putting that all in the show notes. We'll be supporting that, and everybody listening, her workouts are awesome, whether you're a male or a female, and I'm sure your new program, the de-bloating, getting down to the, the weight you want to be at, it will be very, very effective, and I'd love to be a part of it. We can talk about that afterwards, but I would love to be a guinea pig for you. <laughs> love it. Yeah, I would love to have you. Yeah, you and your wife maybe would there do it together. It's We're fine. You'll, you learn a lot about your body. It's pretty amazing. We're in. As long as I can continue to have my extra charred Brussels sprouts in the evening, that's all I'm asking. <laughs> I don't know if that bloats me or not, but I'm, I'm, I can't go away from it. So <laughs> last question for you, Action Jacqueline, before we let you off here, what does being a one percenter mean to you on this one percent podcast? One uh, percenter. Not in the political terms. Don't don't worry about that. Is this what does it mean to you? <laughs> um, I really think it's about thinking freely, thinking freely, and not just doing what you're told. It's about really like always zooming out and and being questioning, like not to the point of you're just skeptical and negative, but questioning and wondering and being, having that curious mind. I think the one percenters are very curious as to what, what's really going on, you know, the, the deeper layers of it and understanding both sides of the coin. And that's, that's where you can really objectively help people and stand strong and be a foundation for people. So I think yeah, just never taking anything for face value, questioning and um, being open to being like making up your own rules, not just following the rules all the time, but be the creator of, of your life. It's really good. Yep. Create your own destiny, being curious, continuing to learn. All of those definitely one percenter. Jacqueline, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. You're, I mean, you're doing amazing things for, for people throughout the world, and you're continuing to just be a, a super light. And I mean, it's just, it's just easy to tell the truth. But like I said, whenever I'm around you, or even just hear your voice on this podcast, you just, you light me up. So everybody out there, check her out. She's awesome. <laughs> thanks, David. You are awesome too. Love your high energy, and thanks for having me on. And that's a wrap on this week's episode of the 1% Podcast. Thank you so much for giving your time to me and listening to the 1% Podcast. Without you, none of this would be possible. The feedback, the reviews, the ratings you give this podcast help to grow the audience and the reach for us to be able to bring on new guests each week and provide that 1% daily steps we can all implement from top NBA players, from high performers, and just from amazing people doing amazing things to better this world. And it's all because of you. And if you could, I will shout you out, personally thank you, leave a review on iTunes or the podcast app on your phone. Five stars if you love it. One star, of course, if you hate it, and leave a comment of what you liked about it or questions, suggestions that you might have. Post on social media and tag me at David Nurse NBA, and I will repost the reviews the podcast gets. I'll shout you out personally for sure. Thank you so much for being the best community, the best family, the best 1% squad. So blessed for all of you out there. Now go out there today and speak a word of encouragement into someone. You can and you will make a difference.